Madison's Alternative, 1067 of The Resistance. I'm joined by Saint Nomad. Hello. Hi. <laughs> so good to be on the show. It was Thanks in, like, for having us. In unison. You guys <laughs> practice? or The brother thing coming out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I want to start with how you guys became a band. You are brothers. You were born in Russia, moved to Colorado in the 90s. What was that like? Uh, it was really quite an adventure. I mean, we were kids. I was six years old, almost seven. Ruslan is a year older than me, and Jan is a year younger than me. So we were all kind of within that same age. And I just remember being shocked by how big New York City was. And then I was shocked at like the food that people ate here. <laughs> I remember crying um, in school because I didn't understand what anyone was saying. And I was the total awkward kid who wore Goodwill sweaters before it was the cool thing. (laughs) (laughs) Your bio tells us that you felt like outsiders, like nomads, but you found a home in the music you create. How did music come into your lives? Yeah, I think that was a huge part of, I feel like, how the three of us really coped with that season. <laughs> our grandmother was actually a piano teacher. And so it was kind of like the rule in a house. Anytime anybody turned seven years old, you started piano lessons with grandma. That was kind of like our first exposure to like learning how to play music. And then our parents were just both super musical. They didn't do it professionally or anything, but they just loved music. So we had a ton of music playing around the house all the time. It was like usually traditional Russian folk music and like bands from the 80s that my dad would listen to. And it was all in Russian. That was the music that was playing in our house as we were growing up. And I think uh, the older we got, at first it was mom making us take piano lessons to keep us off the streets, as she would say. (laughs) Uh, But the older we got, the more we all just kind of fell in love with music and it became our number one thing in life that we've been chasing since. So if you all learn how to play the piano and you all learn how to read music by playing the piano, how did you then decide who was going to play which instruments when you started a band? It was kind of like a hole needed to be filled, you know? (laughs) (laughs) At least for me, by the time that I joined the band, it was like, oh, they don't have a drummer. You play piano and you play saxophone, but you got to learn to play drums if you want to be part of Brothers. (laughs) (laughs) You want to start a saxophone band? (laughs) Yeah, they they weren't into that. I had a season of playing a bunch of different instruments too. I remember I played drums for a little bit and realized I can't really do that. Can't keep a beat. And then I tried bass and I was like, oh, this is boring. And then I tried acoustic guitar, but my wrist hurt too bad. So I just stuck to keys and singing (laughs) and writing. (laughs) This is a a little fun fact. I'm going to poke fun at you, Nikita. Sorry, but he Nikita has the worst rhythm when it comes to like tapping with his hands or or like feet or something he feels like he has it he definitely can sing like great on rhythm he's got great timing when he's singing but for some reason him like his dexterity when it comes to playing anything like I am probably the world's worst dancer my wife has got the moves but I do not. And when she tries to dance with me, it's just like one person dancing. (laughs) You guys have also said that you're inspired by the Killers, Fantagram, and Tame Impala. Do each of you associate more with a different sound? 
Uh, that's a great question. I think, um, I think yes. Uh, what, what would you guys say? I, I mean, the killers were definitely for all three of us were a huge, huge influence, even as we were growing up and like that, the album Hot Fuss that they released. That was like their first album that that was very influential for us. Just the way they blended electronic and acoustic elements has been a huge inspiration for us. What would you guys say in terms of? Yeah, you know, I, would say, you... I would say the same. Like, I think The Killers has been a common thread between the three of us. We could all claim that as probably our, one of our biggest inspirations. Then, you know, bands like Tame Impala have been more of a recent influence. And I think that kind of came naturally to the band because Ruslan produces most of our music. So being remote, especially now with COVID, oftentimes you don't get to work in great studios. You're like being a bedroom producer, you know, producing stuff from, from your bedroom. And we really like how Tim Paul like blends like uh, organic and a, a lot of heavy processing, you know, on top of the tracks. And we kind of have to do that oftentimes because of, like I said, when you're tracking drums in a garage, it's not going to sound great naturally, right? <laughs> so that's kind of been a double-edged sword. It could be a bad thing, but also I feel like that forces you to be a little bit more creative. I want to talk about your new song, Nothing to Lose, which sounds kind of depressing at first, but then <laughs> becomes much more hopeful and optimistic. What is the inspiration for that song? The song is interesting. It started in different parts of the country. I flew out to LA and I was working in this really amazing studio with these awesome guys. And the way the studio was positioned, it was in the hills. And so you could see Universal Studios below us. It's just really beautiful. And, you know, LA is like paradise weather too. I literally felt like on top of the world. And I realized that a lot of times in my life, you just have to go for it and you only live once and you just go for it and you give it everything you have. And even if you fail, it's okay. Tomorrow's a brand new day. You could do this again. It's like a reality check that's hopeful and optimistic. So that's interesting that you got the same vibe from that. You know, with music, it, it's always like you write so many songs and some of them will make it and some of them nobody ever hears or knows about. So what do you have to lose? Like, you know, give it everything you have and hope for the best. Who created the artwork for the single? It was a collaboration, actually. I was heavily involved in it. And we worked with an artist who initially sketched it out, um, just like on pen and paper. And we took that and processed it and just messed with it. Not on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> it might be because of the heart. But at first glance, it definitely reminded me of the used and how they always used the that actual heart in a lot of their artwork as well. Mm. That's really cool. I, I love that band, but I never, never made that connection. That's cool. <laughs> in the past, you guys had another band. I'm not sure if you guys want to talk about how you were at one point more of a religious band. Yeah, I could talk to that a little bit. Faith is a really big part of like my life. And I, I know for the guys too. But at the same time, like I realized after I, I fell in love with my wife, my now my wife, I realized that most of my songs were love songs. And they were like life songs too. And that never, you know, really works in that kind of setting. So even though it's still a big part of my life, my faith and stuff, my music, I think is, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, I want to write music that everybody can sing and everybody can understand. And I think there's so many things that 
bind people together. And especially right now, like it's such an opportunity. Music is such an opportunity to talk about unity and talk about bringing people together. I hope that kind of answers your question. I still work with my church quite a bit. Um, I still write other music too. That's not with St. Nomad, but St. Nomad just is our project, our band is more of life songs and it includes our faith and it includes a lot of love songs. It includes things like nothing to lose. And unfortunately, some industries are just very narrow and we're not, we're not fans of that. (laughs) 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 Didn't know somebody was going to ring my doorbell. (laughs) We've heard from some other bands like Skillet and stuff like that. It doesn't mean that they're not religious anymore. They just don't like being pigeonholed anymore or that people won't give more credit to, to songs that aren't specifically about religion. So I just found that interesting and wanted your, your take on that, especially you guys write and produce all of your own music. You touched on that earlier, that Ruslan's doing all of that. How much work is that for you? It's so much, <laughs> but it's something that, I personally love and the guys are heavily involved in everything. It's not like everything falls on my shoulders when it comes to production. Like Nikita actually does, I would say majority of the writing and then like the heart of the songs, Nikita kind of starts most of the time and then brings it into myself, Jan, and we kind of hash it, hash it out and make it often turn it into something completely different. But the lyrics and the melodies oftentimes are his. And Nikita records a lot of his own vocals as well. So that definitely lightened, lightened the burden for me. But it is still a ton of work because I end up being the guy that does all the keyboards, all the guitars, bass, all the other elements. And then producing and mixing it is is just a ton. It's just a lot of work and really time consuming. We also like to experiment, especially in the first couple of years of the band. We probably made 100, 200. It was like 200 masters we counted that we created before we kind of found what we wanted to sound like and did a ton of experimentation so that took a three-year period of us just being not releasing music and just creating and figuring out what it is that we want to say and who we want to be and what we wanted to sound like and things like that so would you ever consider producing for other people or is this something that you do more because you're passionate about the music itself it's a great question i do produce a lot for other people actually so that's also a balancing act of saying nomad being my baby and project that i absolutely love and then also working on other people's projects as well also i do a lot of pop music uh, which is kind of nice to like be in a different space when it comes to working on other people's music so and then you don't have to worry about adding too much of their sound to your stuff when it's a completely different exactly Yeah. And you guys are working on a full length album right now? We are. Yeah. So we're, we're about a little more than halfway. And yeah, I mean, we're kind of finalizing on our end, the last, I think like five masters, five songs. So the songs are picked. We're just trying to finish them up. Do you think that that will come out this year? That's the goal is to turn the album in in the next month or so. And then the release date at the moment is tentatively talked about for the fall so okay 
How has the last year affected your guys' relationship with each other? Or has it not affected it at all? We see each other less, that's for sure. I don't think it negatively impacted us. You know, we're brothers. We kind of grew up together and toured the last decade together. So spent every moment <laughs> together. But yeah, Rusan lives in a different city than Nikita and I. So a lot of our meetings and calls and like discussions, collaborations now happen either over email or Skype like this or Zoom. But otherwise, I don't think it really may played like a negative role in the, in the relationship at all. I would like to add to that. I think that for me personally, I don't know about you guys, but for me personally, I miss seeing them more. So, <laughs> you don't feel that way. So do you all have families of your own now? Nikita, you said you were married. Do you have kids? No, I just have a dog that loves to bark when Amazon <laughs> comes to the door. <laughs> I have kids, two, two kids. And I'm just, I'm married. I don't have kids. Or a dog. Or a dog. <laughs> I just have a plant. Do plants count? Does that make us a family? Yeah. I don't know if dog, I don't know if plants are family members, but dogs are. Right? I mean, I don't want to get in the middle of this argument. <laughs> 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 but at least plants don't bark while you're trying to. Uh, That's produce, true. So. That's true. There you go. Did you guys get to spend the holidays together? Uh, Jan and I did. We missed Ruslan. I live in Nashville and they live in Denver. So my wife and I kind of decided not to travel for the holidays and just hunker down and not really see a ton of people just because it was seemed like the height of COVID this second round. So we stuck to ourselves. Thank you all for getting together. And do you guys have anything else you want to share? I just want to say a huge thank you for doing this and a huge thank you for believing in the song and the band. We appreciate it so much, Miranda. Thank you so much. Hopefully we will see you in Madison in 2021 or 2022. The sooner the better. <laughs>